So, welcome to the fourth episode of Solo Talk. Um, I'm here today with Antiandi. Um, she is the founder of Native Kids. Um, and um, I think we met the first time we met, but it was a really long time ago. Uh, I used to be a student here at Native Kids um, and had a lot of creative adventures and explorations here as a child. Um, and today I'm back here again in the studio um, just to understand more about um, their values as a place of where they teach um, art education and also about um, how energy created this, um, I guess, passion project for herself. So, um, what was actually the first thing that um, really made you start this journey? It all started with um, my unhappy childhood. Yes. So, I grew up kind of feeling quite isolated. Although there are a lot of people around me, I really felt the need to escape from reality. So, in, in the process of drawing, and just making things, I felt like I entered a different world. So when I grew up, um, I really wanted to do something for children who might help my kind of feeling and experience to create a, a, a way for them to connect to themselves and connect with the world in an imaginative way. Okay. What would you say are the main sort of values that came to this art education that is something that you really believe in or something that you really push? Uh, because through my experience here, um, I've been to a couple of, um, I guess, more sort of traditional sense of art education where um, a lot of the times they tell you, okay, like they have something in front of you and you have to draw exactly what it looks like. But I feel like at Creative Kids, it's nearly the opposite, where um, they really champion the idea of individualism and how everyone is unique in the way that they express themselves. Um, and so throughout my experience here as a child, I really got to have that space and that freedom of um, understanding myself and also as a process um, explore different ways of self-expression I guess. So what do you think are like the main sort of values that you really try to push? There's a lot of value in the traditional way of teaching art. Right. Um, the way you describe it. Yeah. Because um, in, in those ways, it builds your technique, the best yeah. uh, we, we believe a lot in uh, 
developing students mastery over techniques. But there is another team that we put a lot of emphasis on, yeah. and that's thinking. Okay. I suppose that's the part that um, captured the students' hearts, is we respect their thinking, individual thinking. Um, so the, perhaps one of the greatest value um, is our respect for our students' ability to, to think for themselves. We don't need to think for them, even yeah. if they are little kids, they think. Another reason why we do that is because we believe we believe that children are perfectly capable. Their thinking may be immature, but it doesn't mean that their thinking is not valid. Their thinking is just as valuable to them at their stage of life uh, as it is our thinking at our stage of life. So when children feel respected, their ideas acknowledged, um, then we create a space for them to develop their thinking and not just eat. But um, it's like, you know, when you walk, you need two feet, right? So you cannot just walk with one, one leg. So it has to be a balanced, um, musical thing. So we do develop thinking and two feet. So, like, I mean, I think um, throughout that process, um, a lot of children find their own way of expressing themselves, um, whether or not it's from different techniques, or you give the space for them sort of as a safe haven to um, you know, explore uh, how they'd like to express themselves, or um, different different mediums that you expose them to. Um, in order for them to find that voice and I think that applies to all different age groups because um, I guess you teach from really young kids to like teens and I think um, that, that, that system and that, that value um, that's the value of the studio is that it gives um, everyone a place to express themselves without any sort of uh, judgment or um, sort of anything that's to, um, I guess, stifling anyone's creative. Um, I, I still remember um, when I first came in um, for class, you would always emphasize how you know the teachers are not able to touch our work. Mm. I feel I, I still remember that moment where um, you know there's so many moments where like I want to ask the teacher for. Oh, for like I wanna I wanna ask them to like you know please can you help me you know like draw this and I wanna make it look good but um, I think now after going to architecture school and understanding that you know you you're fully sort of capable of um, however you'd like to express yourself and there's no criteria or there's no um, like there's no what looks good and what doesn't. And I, I, that, that moment for me was uh, really special. And, um, I think, I guess it's still something, something that you try to continue uh, to do nowadays. Like, do you have any thoughts on um, why, why you find this so important? Why, um, 
you don't want, in a sense, the teachers to dominate too much of the children's work, in a sense. I think it has to do with what we value more. Is it do we value the process or yeah. the product? Yeah. I think in most cases, um, in other areas of learning, in academic pursuits, we, we often go for the product and we assign a grade, we assess, evaluate the product. But in here, we try very hard to convince the parents and the teachers and the children yeah. that the process it's just as important as the product. Um, I understand that a lot of teachers are under pressure to produce uh, products that the parents will be pleased with. Because the parents do not get involved with the creative process. So they can only judge our efforts, our value by what we produce. So I fully understand the That's a lot about honesty because if you temper with the student's work yeah. and you could present that to the parents, it's like you and the students are not being very honest, right? You're cheating the wrong. And that's not good. Another way is you are saying that the student's work isn't good enough. Right. So you have to correct that it's not it's not an affirmative way of uh, building creativity because creativity has so much to do with experimentation and failure and what we call here the happiness. Every mistake you, the teacher, go and correct and the student doesn't have the benefit of learning where he or she makes a mistake and improve upon it. Yeah, I think that, that as a process um, is exactly what I experienced in the UK. Um, and it's very rare that in a setting like Hong Kong you get um, a space like this for self-exploration. Um, also trying to find um, a way to actually discover um, what interests you. I think um, Creative Kids is a place where um, you ask us to ask questions and we talk about this. Um, instead of giving the right answers, um, questions are a lot more valued. Where where did you get that um, this this system? Because um, I guess you grew up here. And, um, what what made you really? Because sometimes I feel like this place is so special at the same time, but it's also trying really hard to go against the tide. Sometimes and, um, I feel like. Uh, education system in Hong Kong very much sort of standardized and you're supposed to have the right answer for everything. Um, 
do sometimes feel sort of frustrated when um, you know you're always trying to go against the tide and pave the way well, I don't want to to, pre to present the whole thing like it's a very right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to glorify it. Yeah. It all comes from my conscience, you know, because I, I grew up here. I went to the states, America, uh, state for education for some years. Yeah. And then I'm just really I was convinced that uh, creativity does didn't have anything to do with intelligence, much, not that yeah. much, not primarily due to intelligence, but it has to do with the culture and the system in which we raise children. So when I came back to Hong Kong many years ago, it was just a very genuine desire to just do something for the children, I don't want to want them to go through what I yeah. My childhood, my adolescent days were very frustrating. But uh, operating the studio, although it's in, in many ways it's against it, I, just, I wouldn't say it's frustrating. I very much want to communicate with the parents to affirm them that their children are. They may be scribbling a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they may not be creating realism as we adults expect. Yeah. They may not be getting a lot of good grades from their visual art subject in school. But it doesn't mean their child is not creating. We, we need to really believe in the child's potential and I really think as long as you believe in him or her and give her a chance, it will come. We, we really, sometimes as parents, as teachers, we tend to be over-controlling. But I think what makes this place uh, so loved by the students is because we are often very open-ended. Allowing a lot of diversity, uniqueness, craziness. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely agree. Um, it's always so much fun to work here after school. It's like the sort of hangout spot with friends as well. A lot yes. of friends hang out here and um, work at the same time. Um, what do you think is like the most rewarding part of, um, so far? I think that the most rewarding part is the relationship. Yeah. Like people like you, it's like every week, almost every week, I have alumni to visit me. It's the relationship that uh, we have built over the years. Uh, I mean, kids just they literally grew up here. Yeah. Even in a normal school, maybe the most you will see them would be six years, right? The primary one to say, but with here. So many, of, so many of our students are here for over 10 years. Yeah. And now I have students, grown up students who have their children. Right. Oh, really? Yes. I'm the great aunt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, the, the most gratifying part is the relationship and the trust and the love. One thing about being open. 
recommended doesn't mean it's aimless. Right. We, we do ask our students to identify problems, formulate their own goals, aim to get them to know that we're trying to ideate creative ideas solutions to solve problems. So it's not like a classic aimless indulgent place. It's not normal. Actually, it's very disciplined. Right. Yeah. But it's a constructive type of discipline. Um, I think the open-minded, the open-ended part is with how the solutions should be. Right. Because we don't know. Yeah. And we are really open that our students will come up with much better ideas than teachers. Because it's about the future. The future belongs to you guys. So if, if you guys, if our students' solutions are not better than ours, then the future is not too bright. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I've always been meaning to say this, but thank you so much for being playing such a huge part in my sort of creative endeavors. Actually, I should be saying thank, thank you to our students who are an inherent to allow us to to do all kinds of experimental approaches, projects. We we are really um, exploring. The, I, I think I think what I'm really grateful is the trust. <laughs> I think nine out of ten parents do not really ask. What are you teaching today? What are you teaching this this month? Yeah. They just trust. They're students who take us a long time, and some who are very take a shorter time to accomplish something. So, so the, the, the good part is that we allow students to develop their ideas at their own pace, in their own way. Thank you so much. Um, again, I think coming here has definitely helped me walk through architecture school. Um, and also, I think played a huge part in realizing my, um, let's say, uh, interest in architecture in the first place. Because I was actually going to apply to business school, if you didn't know. Um, yeah, yeah I, was, I actually did apply to business school. Um, and then realized like that was maybe not, not for me. Um, and I think having this place as an anchor um, to look back on and look at the sort of projects that I've done here throughout all these years and you know ask myself um, what are the sort of career options that I have um, in the way that I like to express myself. And I think. Um, this place definitely means a lot to me because of um, allowing me to express the way I do and also um, to realize uh, my dreams and aspirations. So, um, yeah, I've always been meaning to say thank you to you and all the teachers here. They're doing such a great job in um, nurturing. Um, the next generation of creatives. So, so grateful to have you here today. Well, thank you for telling us. Yeah. <laughs>
it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, actually, creativity doesn't have to happen only in art, design, architecture related field. It happens in yeah. sectors. Even if you were to continue in business, you'll be a creative business. That's true. Yeah, it's like cross yeah. cross curricular interdisciplinary uh, way of 